Hello and welcome to episode 83 of the Life in General podcast. My name is Nick. My name is Ian. I don't know. What's, what the hell is that? I don't know. I just kind of, I kind of just like riff off of however it sounds from, gotcha. for you. My name is Jarbob. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little joke that maybe you'll, you'll understand in a few minutes. We'll maybe we'll get to it. Um, <laughs> So uh, any questions or comments, you can email us at contact at lifeandrailpodcast.com. Check us on Twitter at LIGpod. Uh, we got a page on the Facebook page. On Facebook. I guess the Facebook's more than just a page. Right. We got a page on the page? You got a page on the page. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I was laughing too much before I hit the record button. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can check us out on iTunes, uh, Google Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Spotify, just about everywhere else. The YouTube? Oh, thank you, Ian. I... I I guess I need to add that to my list. You do, and I and you know it's fine because I, I it's nice that I bring something to the show there, once in a while. There is Ian's contribution, and guess what, everyone? He didn't even need notes to say that. I, you're right. I didn't. He just remembered that. No, I had a cup of coffee today, so I'm. Is that what it is? And your and your frappuccino. My little frappuccino, just because I didn't have time to to your, drive out of my way to stop it. Your frat, real frat boy coffee. frappuccino. No, no need to be mean. I'm I'm sad now. Uh, my feelings are hurt. <laughs> Um, it's tough being a white man in America. <laughs> dear God. I say, I say, I say that as sarcastically as it should sound. Hopefully that's good. Yes. Um, we were reading some comments before this from white guys who think that and, and it I'm, sucks to be a white man. I'm, I'm going to read some comments here. Yes. So we, we actually have a topic today and a couple actually we're going to do kind of a double show really well kind of well so it's it wasn't it was only supposed to be one topic we we're going to talk about some underreported news of this year and then unfortunately with the with the mass shootings the past week um we kind of felt it was kind of necessary not necessary but right we should bring it up yeah we should kind of talk about it a little bit and so the there it was what it was el paso it was a it was a um, walmart in el paso and then it was just uh like a down, down, a downtown district, basically, yeah, like a, cl- a club area in uh, Dayton. In Dayton. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure everyone listening's already heard about oh, all, yeah, all heard the shootings that. and all that stuff. And it was just, it kind of made me think. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <You> think? <laughs> Sorry. It's a, yeah. um, it's a reference to a comment I was reading a couple yeah. minutes ago. But um, so it just kind of made me think of what uh, some of the, the, the gun fight currently is in the United States as far as like gun, tr- gun control and. And uh, there's a lot of people are kind of coming out with with some plans, but I saw one in particular that kind of piqued my interest, um, and that was from Pete Buttigieg, mm-hmm. and it's Mayor it, Pete, Mayor Pete, and, and like I said before, this is definitely not underreported stuff. This is mm-hmm. stuff that's it's, but I, th- I think it needs to be talked about, right? And uh, who better to talk about than two white guys in a sitting in a basement in Dundee, Michigan, that know absolutely nothing about anything? No, it, it, you're right, but it's. <laughs> That was somewhat tongue in cheek. Yeah, we uh, we don't have the answers, but this is this has become such a common thing. It's it's some of the answers are becoming more obvious, or at least should be becoming more obvious obvious to some. We live in a country that has more had, gun, more had, guns than people, more guns than people, and we've also had more mass shootings well, than see, any other see, country in that, the world. And that was the other thing I was going to get to. So. El Paso and Dayton were the 250th and 251st mass shootings in this, this year. year in eight months. But I, the I don't really know, or I'm, I'm not entirely sure what they use 
to classify a mass shooting because I see vastly different numbers. Right. And the different sources I looked at, each one of them kind of classify or define a mass shooting differently. Right. So that's why I've seen low numbers, like, you know, 20s and 30s for the year, and then I've seen high numbers like 250 for the year. So I, but I get, by comparison to every other civilized country out there that has who has none the maximum like three yes um should say something because every time there's a mass shooting everyone says we need more guns well we have more guns we have more yeah. guns than we have people as you just pointed out and the and the shootings keep continue yeah. it, so more guns is not the fucking answer i mean so regardless of what the number is mass shooting wise it's definitely an issue that that we as a nation need to confront one way or another, we got to do something about it. Right. No, we don't, and I don't think we will. You're right; we probably won't. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I felt like uh, like Mayor Pete not only had kind of a, a comprehensive plan, but I think he had a lot of them were, I think, ideas that probably will have wide support across the country. Still won't happen. It's still you're, you're right. And hold on, let me. I'm just gonna bring up the website because I was gonna. I started writing down some of the like points of his plan, but there's just so much of it. And yeah, he's got to kind of scroll through it. Yeah, and I was going to, and I was really only gonna, only uh, kind of talk about one one section of it because he's got three different sections. He's got a a policy action section. He's got a political action section, and then he's got a civic action. I was only gonna kind of go over the policy stuff, and and. Before we start recording this, so uh, originally I found this the article about his plan on Breitbart, which if you don't want to know, is that it, it, it's a very right wing. It's a very right wing website, and so I was scrolling through some of the comments earlier, and we were having a good laugh at some of the comments. But uh, uh, so the the one that I'm reading off of, it's off of Medium, Medium.com, and so like one of the big main. Like pol- pol- uh, policy actions, he wants to dedicate a billion dollars to prevent and combat radical- radicalization and and violent extremism. That was one of the ones that I read, and I just don't understand how that because it's dangerous. It's not dangerous. It's difficult to try to manage thought because extremism, well, at its core, is is thought. It's it's ideas and. You really, it's difficult to to fight that. I think what the kind of what they're going towards is, at least from what he's got on here, he's got to you know empower law enforcement, including the FBI, state and local authorities, with greater resources uh, for preventing domestic terrorism. He says that more than seventy percent of international terrorism arrests occur before violence takes place. With domestic terrorism, the opposite is true. Seventy-two percent of arrests occur after the violent act. Right, but see, that's but the problem is, is that. And it does go into detail about, you know, watching, putting watch watches on extremist websites and things like that. But if these organizations that are these the, the dangerous groups they're know they're being watched, they're going to find ways to to not be watched. Well, that's I guess that's the other thing is in you can look at that statistic and go, wow, that's you know, that's that's a big that's a drastic thing. You know, 70 percent they're caught before the act takes place, 72 um, domestically right. take place afterwards. But you're also talking about international terrorism generally comes from a larger network. Right. More than just a single individual and or not two just, individuals. Not, and it's not so, just the U.S. that we're relying on, the U.S. intelligence. That's international intelligence. Correct, correct. And intelligence, that level of intelligence 
technically wouldn't necessarily be legal in this country, at least arguably not. Well, I don't know. I, I, I mean, we kind of spy on, on our own citizens as it is. Right, but see, that's that's a gray area That's people are starting to come to consider, well, a lot of people are considering it okay, but a lot of people aren't. No. I mean, there are limits. There, mm-hmm. I, I'm, you know, there's, I don't care about cameras watching traffic, but if they're, if they're, you know, if they start watching what I'm, what I'm watching and, you know, creating a database on what, Correct. what yeah. I'm doing, I, I have a problem with that. You know, but, uh, I, I guess the point I was trying to make is the, the larger net or the larger the network is and the terrorist organization, it's going to be easier to track those individuals down. Perhaps, perhaps, you know, over, just, over, over a lone gunman type of situation. But, you know, but see a lot of these people, they have the same, the, the rhetoric is all the same and not the, all of them are shooting people, but a lot of them are posting things online. This, you know, the, the guy in El Paso posted online basically saying that he was what he was doing. Yeah. Right but, before he did it though. But the problem was, well, they, you know, I think it was an hour or two hours before is when it got posted. That's not what I heard. But I heard were, it. He posted it. He, he posted it all and then walked into Walmart. But the problem did it was, from his phone. but the problem was, even if you had a week, he didn't say where it was going to take place. Well, true. No, so they had really no information to go off. Of. Right. But they had him. They could they, have gone after him they, if they had a week. Exactly. They had, they didn't, as far as I was under the impression, I could be wrong. I, like, I thought it was longer than. No, I think he did it. He literally posted it and then walked into the Walmart. That's uh, how I understood it based okay. on what they said. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I heard it was longer than that. It probably wasn't an hour, but it was definitely more than right. him walking in. I, I'm right. pretty sure it was. And, you know, that being said, I mean. And a lot of these guys use the same website. Well, right. But my point is, is that we've always had this thing in this country where as ugly and distasteful as the Ku Klux Klan is, their right to be themselves and exist and and have rallies and and have websites is protected under the First Amendment, Mm -hmm. regardless of how disgusting that is. So how can they not still offer that same protection to these people up to the point where they actually threaten because they don't have to threaten. Well, well, when you post something online, that's definitely a threat. That is, but we're not talking about that. That's the extreme. What I'm yeah. talking about is all, all these people well, were see, posting, he was posting shit, racist, negative shit before that. Yeah. He just wasn't talking about shooting anybody. So how well, can see, you watch them if they're posting all that stuff until 10 minutes before they go out and shoot yeah. somebody and then they say, I'm shooting somebody. And that's the thing is, I'm not, no, I'm not, cause, cause I'm not knocking these, down the plan. I'm just saying that it's not it's not as easy as this makes it sound. Well, nothing ever is. But the, the other thing, another big part of, of his plan is red flag laws. So because in a lot of these instances where you have um, these these homegrown terrorists, these domestic terrorists doing these uh, shootings, mass shootings and things like that, you know, after the fact, you always see interviews with family members. Oh, well, you know, there was. Johnny had issues and we had this, you know, he's had issues before in the past and he's had anger problems and mm-hmm. there always seems to be in a lot of these cases, domestic violence and things like that. That but not always. So not, that's the problem. But that's the problem. You're, you're never going to stop all of them. Right. But the thing is, Ian, if we stop one of them. True. But I don't know if I'm just saying that this, <laughs> I, this was the one thing I had a problem with because it's, there's so many different gray areas. There are millions and millions of people who have... But this is just one piece of his plan. I understand that. Well, this is the one piece that people are going to be more on board for, initially, anyway. Mm-hmm. 
when you start talking about gun buybacks and all and limiting um, capacities and stuff, which he does get to, he does. That is where the people are going to say no, yeah. because for some reason, just being able to own a gun isn't enough. You have to be able to shoot ten billion rounds a second yeah. with it. There's granted, yes, you're right. There's there's a lot of this. Well, not I would say a lot of this stuff. There is some stuff in his plan that would never get passed. Mm-hmm. But there's definitely consensus across. Republicans and, and Democrats on something like universal background checks. There has been, and they're still not doing anything about it. No, no. So what, the consensus is all talk. Oh, yeah, we, we, we like that idea, but they're never going to fucking no, no, no. do it. But, but I, I believe if you had a president that made this part of their plan and was mm. pushing it, it would be a lot easier for the public to get behind the plan and push Congress to do something. But unfortunately, we don't have that situation no, we have a president who opposed with the baby who was protected by his who lost his parents because they protected him because no other victim at the hospital wanted to have a photo op with yeah. him. it's easy you can you can't argue with the baby luckily the uncle the uncle and aunt who are taking the baby uh, yeah, in did are trump supporters yeah. Yeah. um so he also yeah like you said he did want he did propose an, a ban on assault weapons in high capacity magazines um because then then you have you have the issue of defining what an assault weapon See, is. And that's what, I was that's what they're going to get. That's where the argument is now. And that's kind of been, I mean, that's been the argument since was it 94 when the first right. assault weapons ban was passed. Um, and, and I mean, I, I do agree that we don't need to have weapons that have, that can, has a capacity, that have a capacity over 10. In no situation you're going to need 11 bullets. Right. If, I'd, well, if, I, if someone's breaking in your house, and you need to use more than ten bullets. I mean, you, your you, gun's not going to do any good. Your gun's not going to do any good. Perhaps you're either getting like a mob of people busting in your house, or you're just a really bad shot. Right. Or the person's on like meth or something, and they're just not feeling it. Uh, you shoot somebody ten times, they're going to feel it. I don't know. They're going to weirder things have happened. That's true. Michael Myers was shot. Yeah. <laughs> I always thought you were going to say something about zombies, but uh, no, I'm not a zombie guy. I'm a slasher guy. Now, the, the another part of it that uh, one, these one, this is one of the things that'll never happen, and that's establishing a nationwide gun licensing system. And I think that's the most logical thing. I think it is too. But but you're right; that'll never happen. And law enforcement's even kind of pushed for that before. Also, I don't know what their stance is on it right now, but you know. Uh, um, I've heard people in law enforcement community before talk about, you know, going to a house, being called on a domestic situation, going to a house, it would be nice to know if there are guns in the house. Right. Or at least or possibly guns. Possibly guns, uh, which is something a, a registration or a registry would do. But then again, the, the other side of the argument has always been, well, you know, then they're going to track you and then they're going to come and get your guns because they know you have them. Mm. Or, well, what's the difference between them knowing you have a gun and then know, them, them knowing you have a car? Because the car is not, the, the right to own a car isn't in the Constitution. That's what, hey, I, that's what the argument is. There you have well, no, yeah, and, 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 and for what it's worth, it's easier to get a gun than it is a car. Well, it's cheaper, for sure. But, right. Well, um, all the paperwork, you don't have to fill out all the same amount of paperwork that for for a gun as you do you can't even drive a car off a lot without having insurance on it okay well you're not required to have insurance on guns yeah but you apparently you're not required to do anything you can just go buy a gun and do whatever you want with it so here's this part about i was looking for the part about red red flag laws because i couldn't remember it exactly but it says uh 
uh, support red flag laws that disarm domestic abusers, in particular is what he's going after. But it says red flag laws allow a judge to seize legally owned guns if someone is determined to be an immediate threat to themselves or others. In many cases, people close to a mass shooter have observed clear warning signs of violence, such as stalking or abusing women, but were unable to act to keep the shooter from accessing uh, weapons. Congress should pass a federal a federal extreme risk protection order act to allow for in, uh, to allow for intervention intervention before these before this is carnage. The uh, the problem is is that when in 2017 I have to look up the bill. Um, House Republicans loosened the law for the people who were deemed men- mentally deemed to have mental illness. Mm-hmm. There was a law, and there were restrictions that if you were mentally ill, diagnosed mentally ill, you could not buy a gun. They loosened those laws so that you could. Um, and then they were strengthened strengthened under President Obama. And no, pre- this pres- was just 2017. What? They they loosened them. Well, Trump did it by uh, executive order. Right. Well, I didn't know that. I just know that it was done in 2017. This is this is under the Trump administration. Yeah. Like I said, I had to. I didn't look up the the details. But to me, if that's the case, then why are Republicans pushing for this mental health issue being a mental health issue? Because they shouldn't push too hard because a lot of their. A lot of the people that I was going to read comments from are, are, are obviously mentally ill, <laughs> suffering from mental illness. <laughs> Definitely a lack of education so, in some cases. So, the, we, like I said, we had a good laugh. I was reading this off of uh, uh, the article off of Breitbart originally, and uh, there was a lot of comments on here. I was just going to run through a couple of them. Cause what this I, is the lighter side of the issue, yeah, I suppose. This is definitely. Uh, I got one. It's uh, the central scrutinizer is the... The guy's handle, I guess. Okay. But he starts off his sentence by saying, me thinks. And that was the thing that kind of caught my eye because it's not, it's not even, first off, it it doesn't even go together. And he's got it written as all one word. Right. Me thinks. Me thinks that you're short on your estimate. He's talking about, uh, so the the comment above him was talking about how many, it says we have 100 million armed patriots in this country that constitutes the largest standing army in the world, and our globalist leaders know it, was the comment above it. So I'm assuming he, this guy, the me thinks guy is responding to that. Mm-hmm. But he says, me thinks that you're short on your estimate. I believe there may be twice that many. And this is really hard to read, by the way, the way, the way it's, it's written. Yeah. Uh, there's a boatload of unregistered guns out there, hand-me-downs from grandpa, dad, etc. It was one of those comments like, uh, how do you reason with an individual like that? Right. Well, the sad thing is, is that individuals like that, they vote. Yeah. Whereas people who, who a lot of people, obviously not us, because we do vote. Um, <laughs> a lot of people. Sorry, I'm not laughing. I'm laughing. I'm I know. A lot of people who are far more educated and, and more reasonable don't vote. That's it's just a sad, sad state I had to point out there. What, what were you just laughing at? Because the guy wrote, the right to bear arms is also used to protect oneself against all enemies, foreign and domestic. But he wrote the bear the wrong way. B-E-A-R? <laughs> like a bear arms. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, oh, my gosh. Yeah, It's, it's, uh... so, it's so sad that, that the public school system has failed these people so badly. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's... Uh... it's uh... I was trying to find some other funny See, ones. See, this is kind of... We were talking about this before. I was thinking... You know, if I would love to comment on some of these, I'd love to go and just, you know, call these people out. 
on some of their well first a lot there's a lot of ignorance there's a lot of bigotry that we were reading earlier on because well, yeah, they're all talking it all started based on mayor pete's proposal yeah so they uh, so they, instead of attacking the proposal they went straight to attacking him being a homosexual mayor butt plug is what yeah. a lot of them say uh so we uh you know i would love to go on and and challenge a lot of these people's assumptions but is it possible that i could be red flagged just for being on a breitbart site because obviously breitbart has been known to have um very extreme views and and a lot of extreme people have been known to use Breitbart as a, as a news source. Would that be a risk? Do you think people who even just knowing the other side being a, challenging the other side, would they risk getting put on, on watch lists or oh, things I don't like know. that? I don't know. See, that's that. Those, 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 those are the not. concerns I would and have. And it's not a watch list. Well, a red flag list is a watch list. It's not, it's, it's, it's not list. It's just red flag laws where it creates a legal process for someone who has mental instability to have their guns taken away. Right. Once their gun, guns are taken away, they have to be on a list because what's to stop them from okay. going and getting more? I guess I guess in the in the, the in the broader sense, it's it's a list. Well, it would put it would, the red flag is, I think is more so a flag on your name in the in the registry when you go through to buy a gun, go through a background check, there's right. a flag on your name right. in in the in there in that sense, I guess. Right. And it's not going to stop the backyard sales or the, the no. gun show issue, whatever the gun, the gun show loophole is. So there's another conversation about, because uh, he wants to limit it to, like I said before, 10, 10 rounds. 10 rounds, yeah. And uh, another another comment on here, it says, hey, butt gigolo. Okay. So, yeah. It yeah says, you can, uh, as uh, you listeners out there are probably getting a, a sense of a yeah. pattern here. It says, I don't have any magazines that small. Sorry, toots. And there's like a whole thread on this, on this one guy's comment. Um, because that, that's what I just don't understand. Why are people so, they, they, cl- they, they cling to their guns and say it's patriotism, but it's fear. They are so afraid of everything that they feel they need to have an arsenal to protect themselves. Yeah. Why are people so afraid? I mean that's been an issue for a long time though. I, I mean, know, but I don't get and, it. And I think, Where does it come and I think, from? I think the internet has fed a the, lot of that it, into it. Yeah, but you're talking. You said it's gone on for a long time. What about the people who were like this before the internet? Well, there were just as many. Well, yeah, but they didn't have. They weren't able to talk to each other. No, but the fear was the same. It was the same thing. These the the gun issues have always been. An, uh, the NRA has been strong in fighting gun regulation for a long for time. decades. Yes, I know. Law, far longer than the internet yeah. so this fear has existed or at least been bred into these people through propaganda from the nra yeah for years where does that fear come from and what people don't understand this is this is really what bothers me the most is these people who who spout the nra talking points mm-hmm. don't realize that they are being used oh, yeah. to sell more guns. guns that's exactly that's, what it, it has is. nothing. The NRA does not care about your freedom. They are there to sell guns. Their job is to sell you a gun. Yeah. And if they can't sell you a gun, they can't make money. So they get you to think certain ways and advertise for them. They are using you, and then you go and buy the guns. That's because they go out. So the NRA started as a legitimate organization. They did, like, uh, hunting classes and things like that. Mm-hmm. It was all about gun safety and then over the course of 50 years it's kind of morphed into what it is now but i don't, know, I don't want to go well, too it's long by this. The, it's, a, it's wanna, a gun lobby it's yeah, a gun lobby that's what it is but they um, work for the fucking gun manufacturers who sell guns 
Their job is to sell guns. I don't know. So I, I just kind of wanted to bring that up. And I, I and if if you are interested in in some of the gun control things going around, I, I go out there and check out uh, Pete Mayor Pete's uh, proposal that he's mm-hmm. got. It's uh, like I said, uh, some of it. I think would have broad support, but a lot of it, I don't think is I, is it. Well, here's the here's a the lot of it. Line. A lot of it's a there, there's a it's a non-starter on a lot right. of the stuff. Well, it's a non-starter because bottom line is, what do you think Mayor Pete's chances of, of even getting the nomination are? Oh, zero. Exactly. Oh, I mean, now that doesn't necessarily mean that he doesn't have a chance to be a VP choice. I don't think he'd even be that. Yeah, I, maybe not, but at least the possibility is still there. The argument is, is though no one is going to pick up his his bill. There's no, ideas, no. so it's it's really it's a, it's a, it it doesn't really matter, but it does and, because I, I the think only, the I think only it's credit good, the only credit I can give it it's is, a good conversation starter. It's a good conversation starter, and it's more than most politicians are offering. Yeah, well, it's more than I think. I really haven't heard a plan from really any of the other Democrats. Well, there was that one. I mean, I think he's already probably out of it. I know he. I don't think he's qualified for the next debate. I forgot his name, uh, but in the first debate, it was actually the second night of the first debate. He he said he had a comprehensive gun registry, mm-hmm. and he brought that up, and that was before the shooting. Yeah. So, so they are they are talking about it. Well, I have I haven't heard really anyone else talk about it since the shooting. Since the shooting, right? Well, it's such a it's such a negative thing. I don't know if anyone can talk about it. Why can't you? Because the climate we live in, we don't live in a world where ra- rationality works. That's true. We live in a That's world true. where it's all sound bites. So. You've got if you've got Elizabeth Warren or Bernie Bernie Sanders or Joe Biden or Kamala Harris saying anything about gun guns right now, they're automatically going to be lumped in with the people who want to yeah. take away all the white people's guns, yeah. especially if it's Kamala Harris. Yeah, I don't know. It's, the uh, white people are really going ape shit over her. They don't. They do not like her. I mean, I'm not a big fan of her. I'm not either. But either. but it has nothing to do with her being a woman it, of color. Yeah, it has nothing to do with her. More so, I don't know. It's. It's her policies. It's her policies. It's her policies, and I, um, I, yeah, I just, I just don't like her. I think she's too corporatist. Yeah, they say the same thing about Cory Booker too. But I agree with them too. I think he is. We'll see. We'll see how it all shakes out. But uh, I don't know. On to some uh, lighter news. And uh, Tul- Tulsi Gabbard, either you really can't make that argument with her. Yeah, she's kind of crazy though. Well, no, no, is I'm thinking, she really no, though? no. She, I'm, well, who's the one? Who's the crazy one? I'm thinking of. Michelle Michelle Williams or yeah. Michelle something is that the crystal lady? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. okay, the, the hippie chick, <laughs> the the one whose platform is love and essential oils and essential oils. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think yeah she basically lives in that that one aisle at CVS where it's all holistic, you know. Yeah, she's sawdust pills and shit. I've, I've seen a couple <laughs> interviews with her and I'm like, she's uh, she was on Bill Maher last week. Oh, was she? Yeah. I don't know. I've, I haven't watched this show in forever. But. Yeah. I, well, he, last week was his first episode back from his July break, oh, okay. and uh, she was on there. Yeah, but he's, uh, he's definitely, she's definitely an interesting character. She's but, something uh, else. Uh, Bill Maher was, was polite to her, but he, he did even like jab at her a couple times right now. Oh, really? Show, yeah. <laughs> um, so I kind of wanted to get on to some, some, a couple of stories I, I saw that I felt like there's really no news coverage on some of this stuff, and to a certain extent, I think one of them has to deal with climate change. Mm-hmm. There's and, probably a lot of stuff on climate change that's not talked about. Another one has to do with abortion, surprisingly enough. There's a, an abortion battle in Florida that really hasn't been talked about. And then uh, then some uh, another story on endangered animals. We'll get all that in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. So, Ian, what, what stories did you come to talk about? Why are you being that way? 
You know, I told you I looked. I couldn't find any. And I, that's all I have to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did make an effort. I just, you know. So the first story I, want, I wanted to kind of touch on, it's about, uh, so there's toxic mercury levels in fish in the, I think it's the Atlantic Ocean. Mm-hmm. That, well, they're, they're finding it in freshwater fish, too. So it says, according to a recent study released by Harvard scientists, climate change and overfishing has caused a dramatic rise in mercury levels in cod and tuna. Hmm. So the interesting thing is, I believe it's cod is one of the fish that is recommended to pregnant women and young children. But with the with the with the mercury levels that are at, at the current level, I think they've gone up by like twenty five percent over the last thirty years. It, it's actually toxic to children. It can cause brain, brain damage, brain damage, and things like that. Because you know we should have higher mercury levels. Well, I mean. How else do you make more Republicans? Mm, sharp jab. <laughs> sharp, but sadly true. Anyway. Um. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so like I was saying, though, the, 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 at these levels, they can cause neurological disorders in children and babies. So, I, I mean, it's, I would think that that would be something that would be talked about in the news. You would think, but it's not. So there's this, uh, so coal-fired power plants is the primary cause of mercury poisoning of, of the methylmercury issue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, but that's, that, that's another kind of underreported thing though, is, is anyone talking about trying to get rid of the coal plants? It was, ta- it was brought up in 2016 and used as a punching bag against Hillary Clinton. Right. Well, cause they want to bring them back. You want to in- increase it. Yeah. You know, build, uh, dig more coal. So I got the, I, I did find the numbers here that my notes here said so that uh, methylmercury levels of rose, has risen 23% in cod and 27% in bluefin tuna in the Atlantic Ocean. Hmm. But even at those levels, the U.S. government is still recommending that that uh, children, at least cod, they're still recommending cod to children for... Uh, well, they're not recommending that children eat it. They're just saying it's safe for children. Well, they're still recommending it for to help ch- uh, uh, the child's development. Really? Yeah. Because huh. the, the nutrient levels in the fish, but the the harmful chemicals might kill you also. But right. But huh. if the if the levels continue to rise, though, they're going to have to do something about. They'll have to do something about it eventually, or not, and we'll, all the fish will just die, and or we'll, we'll, we'll population will just keep getting dumber and dumber, and That's you true. know we'll 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 wipe ourselves out, and then the fish can eventually evolve the mercury out of them. So it's funny, though. Know, so. Lead gasoline was outlawed in, what, the late 70s, early 80s? Mm, oh, no, 70s, early 70s. Was it? Yeah, they so, started moving into unleaded in the late 60s, early So 70s. about 20 to 25 later years after it was it was outlawed, it was there was a sharp decline in crime. Mm. So there was, there was a correlation between the lead levels in everything, right. in our bodies, and criminal and activity. lead pain, I think, was six, late, mid-70s, I think, too. Yeah, around that same time. Yeah. So it, it's we saw an issue there, and and changed it, or maybe not. The it might have been the lower crime levels might have been a result that they weren't intending, but it still happened. Right. They saw an issue. Well, and I'm sure that we, you could argue that those there were other issues there too. I mean, well, that's what I was trying to you say. There are other factors to take into account, but yeah, not just the lead. No, you know, but, but it, there was a there was like I said, it was the sharp decline twenty twenty five years after. Because mm-hmm. it takes a while for it to to get out of the the environment right um so we saw an issue we we went after it we did something about it 
why can't we do the same here? Probably for the same reason we can't do anything in this goddamn country. Money. Is that what it is? It's money, yeah. If somebody is making too much money on something, even if it's bad for everybody, it's got to stay. Yeah. And this is something we can't blame on China or anyone else. The U.S. accounts for 40% of all uh, mercury emissions in the in the world. Mm-hmm. Well, that's because we still rely heavily on coal and a lot of the countries, the other countries, including China, which is, by the way, ahead of their their, um, climate, their target, their target uh, reduction of carbon yeah. um, production. I did say that recently. They're ahead of their game and we're we're way behind. Well, we don't even care anymore because we took, came out of the accords or whatever. It's not surprising that that's that and, and, and it's just, I, I don't know if it's a, you know, oh, global warming, ha, 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 you know, because people just don't believe science anymore. And it, is it that, or is it just something else, or is it just our... Well, the people who have the money, who are making money off of this stuff, have been able to convince a vast majority of the of the world, or the of the country... I wouldn't, say that, ma- I wouldn't say a vast majority. Enough. Enough of, at least of the majority of the voters, the people who actually go out and fucking vote, yeah. that it's all fake, and that science is wrong, and science doesn't, you know, is 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 fallible. Because Republicans make up less than fifty percent of the country. That's why yet I'm they fucking win all the time. So that means they're they're the ones voting. Well, see, and that's the thing. If you look at if you look at going back to twenty sixteen, if you look at votes cast in the election, and compare it to votes cast in the previous election, so in twenty twelve, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Donald Trump basically got roughly the same number of votes that Mitt Romney got. Right, mm-hmm. which means other the other side stayed home. That's exactly what it was. That's my point. Hillary Clinton got a lot less votes than than Obama, Obama did. Right, because the people didn't show up. Yeah, because people said, "Well, I'm not going to vote for her." Right. You so know, they stayed you, home. You know people like that. I do. So I do. Uh, no names. <laughs> uh, because I'm having that same argument with the current class of Democrats. So. Um, oh yeah, people, and I don't disagree on many levels, but I also just I don't know if I can handle four more fucking years of Trump. I really don't. Unfortunately, I think the only way you're going to get around that is moving. No, or, I, or dying. I, I think I think Biden. I think is the only one that can. <sighs> I know, but it's that's, and I don't think he can win either. I really I, don't. I think he can because I think a lot of people look at it. Maybe not even so that he's a Democrat or anything like that. I think a lot of people, even like middle of the road centrist republicans and democrats alike look at him and say look at least this is a this is a return on normalcy yeah but it's the normalcy that got us in the in the trump problem in the first place that's is it yeah um it's the normalcy it's the complacency of the democratic party that for a while there for a long time they were the party of the of the of the um the lower middle lower middle class they, they're, they're the party ideas and they're no longer that right but that's because of their complacency and that's yeah that's what to some joe biden represents and that is also no argument that kind of led to this trump you know because he started going after those voters at least in his rhetoric Look, if 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 donald trump wasn't donald trump if he was you know george smith and he wasn't a Celebrity. TV celebrity. Right. There's no way the guy gets elected. You're right. 
but no that's, way. But my point is, is he got elected because he was a celebrity. And you still, say, you, you, and say, Trist, I'm just and telling you, do not take things. Don't take the blame started, off the Democrats, though. And he, oh, of course, of they course, gave that. him that election, I, absolutely. But you know, the the whole birtherism, all that stuff, all led to that. It was a, mm. it was a, it was a long play by by Donald Trump and his and his people. Yeah, no, I, I'm not disagreeing with you, but definitely. Definitely do not take the blame away from the Democrats because they were on a downward spiral anyway. But the thing is, what what else? There's what else could they have done in 2016? Well, they could have been a bit more fair with the primaries and Bernie. Not to say that he should have gotten the nomination. I'm just saying they should have been more fair with him. They yeah, people cast their vote, and he lost. They didn't steal the the nomination from him. They didn't give him a fair shake. Did they? Did they not? They didn't. No. How? They cut him out of a lot of of potential. I'm not saying that Bernie would have won. I'm not even saying that it, he should have gotten the nomination based he on the vote. Got, I don't think he should have got the nomination. But the point but is, is that it appeared. I mean, I, and I voted for the guy. So did I. The, the, it appeared as though he was getting the short end of the stick. It appeared that it was cronyism, that Hillary was destined to get that nomination because she was next in line, and it just fed into that that idea that the Democrats have gotten complacent. Yeah. The Republicans have always done that. Mitt Romney was the next in line. Jeb Bush was supposed to be next in line this time. They got the rug pulled out from under them, so they lost on, on complacency too. Mm-hmm. But they gained... Trump and he's given them everything because the ever funny wanted. thing the funny thing is if you go back and look at any of the articles talk about, that t- discussed the screw job against Bernie Sanders in 2016 mm-hmm. they're not from legitimate news sources it doesn't matter it's perception yeah, it's you know what, fucking though? perception but, but, but that's the thing it's and, and you want to talk about you want to talk about how Russians are able to influence an election there's a prime fucking example of it all you got to do is cause dissension Right. Amongst well, Democratic voters. De- which Democratic are, candidates have never had a problem with dissension amongst I, each other. That's true. They that's tear true. each other up terribly every every primary well, season. But the, Republic, then, Republicans do the same thing, though. They do the same that, bullshit. In 2016, they did the exact same thing. The difference is... The difference was they weren't, they weren't coming from a, a, a position of power like the Democrats were. No. When Republicans tear each other down... They do it, but the second the, the nomination goes to somebody, everyone falls in line. Democrats hey, do not do that. That's not true. That is that fucking is not true. true. Because every how many time, Democrats did not second. vote for hold, Obama's hold on one second. Obama's policies? Hold on one second. Every time a party is coming out of power, and there's some kind of fight in a primary situation mm-hmm. after the president is coming out, they lose elections. Is happened the same thing to, to George Bush? Statistically, yes. What I'm talking about is Democrats, when Donald Trump gets in office, there isn't anything that he does that, that 98% of the Republicans do not follow, regardless of whether or not they like it or not. Mm-hmm. Obama gets into office, he couldn't even convince his own fucking party to give him fucking universal health care. He could not even convince his own fucking party, mm-hmm. because that's the problem with Democrats. They do not fall into line under whoever's the leader. They do not do that. They they eat each other alive, and they they let the Republicans no. fucking win. No, that's not it. It's not it at all. It's they with, with the public option. They tried too much to cause. They tried to, to bridge the gap across the aisle and bring in ideas, so it was more of a bipartisan bill. Because they knew if it was a, if it went out with only Democrats voting for it, 
it, it was going to get bashed by the media. It was going to get bashed by the public, which is exactly what happened. So they were trying to cause, they were trying to create what? Republicans don't do that. Look at look at how. But, but that's why Republicans don't fucking pass anything either. Well, no, but they fucking win and they do pass shit. So because they get because, a, they get abortion bans put into place. Really? They get yes because they don't go. Well, they don't go. They don't go through. And I was going to bring one up in in Florida that that's they, coming up. Alabama, Georgia, Mississippi, which are all going to get overturned. Are you sure? Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, a hundred percent sure. Well, I'm going to hold you that because we're recorded. Because I don't think they will. They will. Absolutely. I don't think they will. At least not for for many years, what? and then those those the the laws they put into effect to basically ban abortions, I don't think they're going to be overturned for years. And how many fucking women are going to suffer as a result of that? Well, so far, injunctions have been put in against all of them. None of them have gone into effect. And women have not stopped getting pregnant, okay. and not stopped needing those those services. And but Ian, when I say an injunction, that means they're they're not able to shut them places shut the places down. Most of them are already fucking shut down. There's no abortion clinics left in Alabama. There weren't any before. There were some. There's none now. There were in Georgia, none. same thing. This, it, I'm sorry, you're wrong. Republicans have the have the advantage because they always fall into line behind each other. But they Democrats don't. do not. They don't. Look at this current administration. You're really telling me you're you're telling me that yes, the, every fucking one of them. They all. You can see it in their face. They hate the fact that they have to follow this shit, but they do it. But you they get the, the but one they, or they two the, outliers. They do the same thing in, in Democrats do Democrat not. in office. No, yes, they, they do. No, they do not. They they do not. They turn on each other all the fucking time. But all they, the time. But what I'm saying though is they all turn on each other. Maybe during elections. Because I can not, turn on the news every day and see Republicans coming out against against Trump and against his plans. You, I bet you couldn't count ten. That have come out vocally full force against him. Okay, but but it's the same number when the Democrats in office. <laughs> no, Obama couldn't get his could not get the Democrats to agree on anything. He could. He got them to agree on a lot of stuff. Please, just because they were able, they weren't able to get a public option. That's the one thing you're hanging your hat on. No, there's a lot of shit. There's a lot of shit. He had the fucking majority. He couldn't get shit done. He got a lot done when he had a majority. The problem was he didn't have a majority for very long. He had it for two years. No, he didn't. He had it for 60 fucking days. How did how did he only have it he for 60 had, days? Because Al Franken, there was the legal fight about him, uh, about his seat, so he wasn't seated in, in the Senate yet. Okay. And then Ted Kennedy uh, died. There was only 60 days when he had a majority, or 66 days, something along that. Those are the only, that's all he had. Two seats? was in the, He only had a two-seat majority? No, no, no. When the, uh, the super majority. Because without a supermajority, you have to have Republican votes, right? Regardless of what you pass. So when they say, "Oh, well, he had a supermajority in the Senate for two years," it's it's garbage. It's not true. Mm-hmm. He had it for about sixty six or sixty six days, and in those days, they got a lot of stuff passed. They got Dodd Frank passed. They got the the Obamacare passed. Um, they got a lot. I mean, I don't remember what the rest of the list was. I trying to remember off the top of my head, but. Um, oh. But yeah, they got a lot of stuff done in those 60-some days. I just don't see it. I do not see Democrats getting behind each other the way the Republicans do. I and do especially not with, fucking see Especially it. with the Affordable Care Act, because there were a lot of Democrats that did not like that. No. And they went up and they went ahead and voted for it anyway. There were a lot who didn't. No, I'm, I believe they all did except for one. No, I think there was like 10 who didn't. Are you sure about that? No, not 100%. I have to look it up. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was like a party line vote. Mm. 
No, because they had a couple of Republicans vote for it too. One or two. I don't think they. Had, I don't think they did. I, I think, think it was they, a straight. I think there was two. Again, I'm not. I don't hold me to it. I have to look it up. I'm not gonna hold you to anything, Ian. No, good because I'm not. I'm not claiming to be 100 percent sure. If I do claim to be 100 percent sure, you better challenge me for sure. Because if I'm 100 percent sure of anything, I'm probably not. I'm probably not right. I mean, I don't remember. It was what 2010. Yeah. So there were 58 Democrats that voted yes. There were two independents that voted yes. Mm -hmm. There were 39 Republicans that voted no and one Republican that didn't vote. So there wasn't a single Republican vote for the Affordable Care Act. Okay. It was passed. I stand corrected then. Because that was the one, because what's his name? He was, um, was the one Democrat that ended up flipping over and being a Republican. I don't remember. He was the one vote that they had to basically take the public option out to get his vote. They still wouldn't have gotten the. Well, I guess you said they had to have a supermajority. Yeah, they had to. They had to have. They had to have sixty votes. Because hmm. this thing, you know, with the with the filibuster rule, you you well, got to have definitely six, need to get rid of that. Elizabeth Warren's calling to get rid of that for right now. Nah, I don't. I don't really necessarily agree with that. Let's go back to what we were talking about. I'm done talking about the ACA. It's all it's all part of the same problem. What? What's that? It's just all part of the fucking problem. But what is? Shouldn't have a filibuster. We have we live in a we, the country is majority rule. If a majority of people vote for it or a majority of people support it, it goes through. That's the way it should fucking be. Okay. You shouldn't need a super fucking majority if you have a fucking majority. Period. Well, if you're going to filibuster, you if you're going to give them that protection, yes, I know, it can be used against us. A lot of times it has been. But as you pointed out, Republicans don't have fucking policies, so it doesn't matter. And and they don't care. Well, they don't, they, they don't they, care. They don't have policy because of things like the filibuster. They don't care. They they just change laws no matter what. There's a how, how do they change, it is how do they change the, laws? Alabama is banning abortion. They are openly fucking banning abortion. Mm-hmm. That is illegal. Okay. Because that's a constitutionally protected right. Okay. So they're breaking the law, and they it's don't not fucking care. A constitutionally protected, protected right, but it's it's it was it's implied. Pre- it's, it's implied. Imp- it's implied. And they're fuck. They they're just blatantly changing the law to suit their own to suit their own. Well, they're opinion. passing a law. Is what they're doing. They're. I I don't I don't understand why you're fighting me on this. It's <laughs> fucking wrong. I don't care what okay. the what the but, justification but, but what, for it. What, it's what, fucking wrong. What, I, what I'm saying though is it's and not, they don't it's, fucking it's care. It's not going to get upheld. Is all I'm trying to well, say. Well, like I said, I don't think I think you're being way too more okay, way too well, optimistic. Well, every it. legal scholar I've heard or talk about it or or, or like I've I said though, from they all say the same thing that the way it's written, it's not going to. And, and, and like the gun issue, how many more fucking people? How many women are going to die because of? They don't have the right care, or they have to do these backyard abortions in these states. How many people have to die or or have these issues before it changes? And we just sit back and go, oh, it won't go through. It won't go through. And yet we continually let these fucking Republicans change the fucking laws to suit their their own beliefs, regardless of majority, well, here, majority here, I rule. Got, I, I got an idea. How about some Democrats getting power and change the fucking laws? They won't get in power because we, we don't have any fucking good Democrats. We can't even agree. The Democrats can't even agree on what's 
who how fucking liberal they need to be you got you know though this guy's a socialist this guy's a corporatist that one's too middle ground no one fucking agrees democrats are never going to have any power ever but, but see that's the thing and that's the thing that's funny is that's the same fight the Republicans had in 2016, and they the, all, but they still got in line behind Trump, and they will when a, when somebody comes out of, of this of the process. Well, once they come and and and, and unless, I, think, I think you're and, overestimating the Democratic Party, really, of which I'm a member of. But I and I truly believe because there was a lot of dissension in 2008, and they all backed, and they all came around and backed Obama, and then and we lost the House, and I know you're going to say that's typical. But you you always lose the house. That that doesn't make any fucking sense. If you're never going to have because because you, you, there's never balance ever. But because that's how the that's how the public sees it. They and and it's, well, you it's know what? Probably, maybe, maybe we, not, maybe we do probably, need it. It's probably not intentional. That they, it, I'm sure they're not going out and voting for uh, for a Republican just because there's a Democrat in, in in office. But it seems to be that first election, the first midterm election, the House always flips. It's just the way it always seems, at least in the last then nothing's 30s, ever going to since the early nineties. Maybe 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 it's just time to wipe wipe our hands clean of it. It's done. It can't fucking work. Is what you're telling me. Because it's just cyclical. It's just cycles of, of stupidity and and bad decisions and law breaking. It's just I don't, constantly I don't, just I don't cycling itself around. I don't see a big problem with it, with the house flipping. I'm not talking about specific. I'm talking well, about the whole talking fucking about. mess. Everything. It's well, all a, a mess. It's a big it's and a it big issue. And it never works. And I'm just tired of I'm. When is it going to change? When are people going to have to? It's not going to st- change. Then what the fuck is the point? The point of what? Of any of it. People uh, will fucking die. People are going to die every day. Yeah, but not preventably. Yes, preventably. They've always died preventably. Oh, so it's okay. Just whatever. It's just the way it is. No, what I'm trying fuck to say. It. No, no, fuck yeah. it. It's just I, the way I, it is. I'm just trying to say everything's, never, nothing is ever going to be 100%. No, but you're telling me that that. We should just accept no, fucking mass shootings. We should accept no, women, that's, that's, women, haven't, women not in this country having less rights than men. That, when when, when have I said that? I'm not saying you are. I'm, I'm just saying you're implying that that's not these, are just implying. Things, these are just things that we just can't fucking do anything about. No, we are doing something no, we're about not. them. We're yes, not. we are. What are we doing? They're fighting them in court. That's exactly what you do. When someone, and women die in a per- as a result. You're right, Ian. In a perfect utopian world, no one would ever pass a law that you didn't agree with. I'm not saying that. That's exactly what you're saying. No, what I'm but saying that's is a, that's what we have a legal system for to combat to combat that stuff well, to fight those. I'm those just laws. I'm just tired of it taking too fucking long. Then. Well, that's I'm all. sorry that it all doesn't take place in your time frame. No, well, it's not my time frame. Well, apparently, it's, it it's is. a rational, compassionate time frame. Okay, but there's a process to it when you when you when you draft and and pass shit laws that hurt people there's going to be a process to it how are these people passing these shit laws when the vast majority of this country does but not agree with them? because it's those people in the in those states are they're voting for those people 
then those states should be left alone. Cut, cut them out. We tried to. We, no, we didn't try. They tried to leave. We brought them back. <laughs> we should have let, let them go. go. <laughs> uh, I'm still for letting them go. We should just cut our losses. Any state that was a Confederate state Goodbye. should just be, yeah, say, oh, right, you know what? We're done with you. Fuck you. Except for Florida. We can keep Florida. No. Why do you need to keep Florida? It's nothing but a fucking swamp. Uh, but it's it, a swamp with alligators and snakes it's a good place and to hurricanes. Go, it's a good place to go vacation. No, it's not. Yes, it's it it's fucking hot and humid and disgusting. Oh, my God. You're such a fucking baby. No, I just don't like Florida. It's the sweaty balls of the United States. And, and I don't fuck it. And you've got to have some crazy. You have to keep some crazy around. We do. We have Ohio. No, Ohio is not crazy like that. It's fucking crazy enough. Google Florida, man. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> That's just too crazy. Florida, let let Florida go. If I don't. You, if you Google Florida, man, you'll, you'll I find know, the, most, I the know. craziest I've seen shit. It. No. Florida can go. I don't need Florida. We, we've we got Ohio. We can get we, rid of all the rest of the southern states. We've got Ohio. We still have Mike Pence's Indiana. Yeah. And we'll still technically get Kentucky. Well, Kentucky's part of the north. Yeah, exactly. We'll still get Kentucky. So what's Kentucky. Wrong, what's wrong with Kentucky? The Ark Counter. <laughs> Dinosaurs on the fucking Ark? Come well, on. I know, but still. So <laughs> one person. You're holding one person. The state paid for it. Huh? <laughs> Tax dollars paid for that. And they also keep re-electing Mitch McConnell. But still, My point exactly. We've got enough crazy. But they did have a Democratic our... uh, governor up until this last election. Yeah, we we can, we still are getting enough crazy by cutting out the whole South and letting them take four. All right, let's get back to our to our show. I don't know if there is. I don't even remember what we were talking about. <laughs> we're just screaming at each other. 20, 20 minutes. Um. So the... the Going back to the uh, the mercury levels in the fish, it's uh, wow. We really got off topic. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. So going back to the uh, the, I, I think this the study from Harvard really kind of shows another major way how climate change is impacting the world in ways that people don't even paying attention to. Right. Because it's not just oh the oceans are rising, right? And the weather's changing. The weather's changing. But see, they're not even really paying attention to that either. They are, but they aren't. At least that kind of stuff. Whenever there's like major storms, major flooding, at least climate change is discussed at some level uh, in in the national news. And it's kind it's things like this where it's it's climate change is affecting feeding patterns and fish that are leading to rising mercury levels in these fish that people are consuming and thus, you know, uh, consuming more mercury. Right. And it's just another step, uh, another issue that people, I just don't, not only do they not realize, uh, the media isn't even paying attention to it. Well, it just, it doesn't sell. It doesn't sell and, advertising. And, and maybe that's it. It just, it, it's one of those stories where people aren't going to pay attention to it because it's not going to draw eyes. Right. But going to a story that, Another one that I saw that should draw eyes is in in Florida. So in late July, so what was it? You know, last month, a couple of weeks ago. Two weeks ago, yeah. Um, a Florida appeals court sent a lawsuit challenging the state's anti-abortion laws back to the lower court because um, because the lower court had ruled that the laws were unconstitutional. Mm-hmm. So when the when when an appeals court remands a court like uh, a judge. Uh, um, a decision like that back to the lower court, the, it's it typically means that they want them to review it. They want them to review it. Yeah, yeah. and a lot of the times it's and mainly because they disagree with the, the, the. Not necessarily. Sometimes it could be a question of fact. Um, sometimes the and, and 
and it's probably in this case, it's probably this, that the, the appeals court believes that the lower court should have used a different legal standard in the case, which from what I read about the, the case, it kind of sounds like that. So like you said, that they don't obviously don't agree with the ruling. Um, or that the, the appeals court believes that the lower court ruled incorrectly on like a motion or excluded um, admissible evidence. So the, the, the circuit court had ruled in, in 2018 that the state's law, which was signed in 2015, I believe is what it was, uh, which required a 24-hour waiting period for women who were seeking abortions after meeting with a doctor. And the doctor, during that meeting, had to inform them of the possible risks of the procedure, mm-hmm. which I think is kind of a – it's not that big of an issue, I don't think. I mean, I don't really have an issue with with a 24-hour waiting period. No, I guess not. I mean, it, but we're not it's, we're not it's, women, it's, Nick. It, I, that, that's, that is true. But it seems like one of the more benign uh, to it, us laws. I mean, you know, if you're already if you've already had to struggle with that decision, another oh, 24 hours is just going to prolong that that stress and that frustration. Then I think, you know, but that's again, we're men. We shouldn't even be discussed. We shouldn't be the ones making the policy. You know, you know what I mean? Men in general should not be. At least not, not by themselves. Not by themselves, I would say that. I, I, I but I, I think, I was just kind of, it kind of struck me odd that this is one of the one. This is one of the court battles they really focused on, right. in Florida at least. So the the lower court overturned it, said that the, that it was unconstitutional. Right. The appeals court said reevaluate. Said reevaluate it, and it's kind of a, it to me. It just seems like another part of the process for getting more of these anti-abortion cases before the Supreme Court. Right. I think is is what it all actually really adds up to be. Um, because the more of these cases that come before the Supreme Court, the more likely you are to get to see a, a bigger case make it up there to overturn Roe v. Wade. I think is what it's all about. Hmm. So, why do? Why would they want to overturn it? Why? Why? Maybe I misheard what you just said. Say that again. What that the so the people that are that are fighting this law right lost. So the people that are pushing the law are hoping that they lose, so they'll make it up to the Supreme Court. Okay, which is what they're ultimately. Okay, goal that's is. Yeah, I, I see. What, Makes uh, sense. Yeah, for some reason it sounded different the way you said it the first time. Okay, okay. and uh, maybe I mixed it up. No, you, you, I don't think you did. It's just the way my my brain interpreted. Okay, what you said. okay, because because the more of these cases, the more of the of these anti-abortion cases that or these abortion cases. Make it to the Supreme Court, right? The more likely it the is, more likely because it is. of the Supreme Court and its imbalance. Yeah. Well, it's not that. I think because a lot of times you'll get some of these court when you get a lot of when you get a lot of cases that involve a similar topic, mm. and they'll kind of combine them all. So the the if you get multiple different angles of the way to attack abortion laws, and you kind of clump them all together, sometimes you might be able to make a stronger argument, right? For, but for the banning of them. Ultimately, we have at least two justices that I know of that have um, said that if it comes to them, they will overturn Roe v. Wade. Re- then that's regardless of the argument. Who is that? Kavanaugh said okay. that he would, and the other guy that uh, Trump picked, um, the one, the first one, I can't remember his name. Merrick Garland. Wait, no. Oops, that was uh... that was Obama's pick. <laughs> know, that's, the I other know. one. Yeah, that's why I said that. Yeah. Because it should have been him. Because it should have been him. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
No, whoever got his his seat. Why am I drawing a blank I don't on his know. name? Because it's it's kind of a similar like odd name like that, but um, but yeah, he he uh, said the same thing that okay. if if it came to him, he would he would be willing to. I don't know. I, I think way. I think a lot of times it kind of I, I think it depends on the argument that's used, and it's obviously going to. Yeah, but I the, mean, the, the when you state that without an argument in place, you but, already are implying that you don't care about the argument. No, but I, but like I said before, it also depends primarily on who is arguing the case for the U.S. government. Right. If you have an administration in office that is anti-abortion, obviously it's going to be a different argument than right. if you have somebody that's in favor of women's abor- rights. abortion rights, women's rights, whatever, whatever way you want. I mean, you've got to word it, it properly. It's not about abortion. It's about no, women's No, because rights. no, because I don't think anyone's really pro-abortion. No. If I had it my way, there wouldn't be an abortions. No, because women because would, would have... Proper For, access to, to birth control, yes, exactly education. Yeah, and I would have I would have medical or uh, scientific research being done to make sure to find ways to have to get men yeah. birth control. Yeah, if, if I had it my way, no one would need an abortion. Right. I guess I should state Probably, it that way. Did you say education? Yes. Yeah. I did. Okay. Because uh, educa- that's the number. Education is a, bi- uh, yeah, yeah. a big part of it. So. But uh, yeah, so it's one of those things. I'm I'm surprised. At least MSNBC or something. But then again, I don't really watch them. But mm-hmm. it's I'm surprised one of the more liberal news networks out there have MSNBC kind of isn't very about. liberal they're they're they try so hard to be centrist that they're almost innocuous innocuous is that the word is that the right word innocuous? yeah okay. uh i don't know i, I feel that way with cnn well, cnn's the, the same way so that and that's that's part of the issue i have with the with the media people will bitch and bitch about this liberal media there is no such thing yeah there is it's, just, it's not it's, very big. it's fringy though yeah. it's it's fringe it's like you know it's like breitbart it's not we don't have our Fox News. Liberals don't have. They say it's MSNBC, but it's not. It's MSNBC skirts the line sometimes. I but will, as a rule, I will say that MSNBC used to be more crazy. Yeah, well, I wouldn't say liberal. crazy though. They weren't. Yeah, they were. Not, not really. When what, back what, when what, Keith Olbermann was there, he was a bit extreme. But he and was, who was the other guy? Uh, Ed Schultz. Yeah, he was. Really oh yeah, cre- he was pretty extreme. He was pretty not extreme. extreme. I that's a bad word. He was not extreme. He was just very liberal. Very liberal. Well, I think you could say that. I don't, I don't know if I guess I to, classify to the right of, wing that's extreme, but he was just very liberal. I wouldn't classify a lot of the people on Fox News as, as extreme either in that same sense. Tucker Carlson's extreme. I would say he's very conservative. And Sean Hannity is extreme. Well, Sean Hannity is, but. No, Tucker Carlson's as bad as Sean Hannity, for sure. I, I wouldn't say now, that. Now, granted, the, Fox News lost the vast. Tony Lahren, or whatever her last name is. Yeah. She's fucking extreme. She is. So they have their extreme. She's also a dingbat, too. But yeah. if you've ever actually seen a real interview with her, yeah, she's not. Yeah, no, I have. She's a lot better when she has something scripted in front of her. Of course. They all are. But Fox and Friends, have you ever listened to their talking Obviously, points? Ian's not, because Ian never has anything scripted. I don't need it. <laughs> off the cuff, baby. Off the cuff. <laughs> Just like Trump. Off the cuff. <laughs> Difference is, I'm not, I'm not a fucking moron. <laughs> It, no, I shouldn't say that. I, I might be a fucking moron. I'm not I, his I, level of fucking moron. I, I, I don't think Trump's a moron. No, I don't not. think you can get to the point where he was at in life, at least in the business world, with being. Well, there's a, a difference. A moron. There's a difference between being smart and being intelligent. He's okay. not intelligent. He's smart, but he's not intelligent. Yeah, well, there is a difference. Okay, because you have to. If you're smart, you can be a con man, which is what he is. That's how he got to where he's at. He's a fucking comic. Well, I think you have to be to be a good business person. There's, yeah, there maybe a little bit. You want to tell me that, uh, 
you know, no other big business persons ever no, done. But there's Steve Steve Jobs wasn't a con man at some level. Well, he was a thief. Okay, then. Yeah. Uh, so was Bill Gates. So they exactly. stole together. Uh, they stole from Xerox. Yeah. Actually. But that's, but that's what I'm saying though is you don't get the you don't get the that kind of level of business. I don't want to say fame, but to get to that level of business and not I think, at, I some, think at some level I have. It would be fair to say that there's a a fair amount of businessmen who've done it legitimately. No, because at some level you've got to be able to rub people in ways to get them to do things. Well, there's that nothing you wrong with, with but schmoozing. That's, but that's but that's what I'm saying, though. Is Trump that, has outright conned people. He's conned fucking banks. He has. But I think that's kind of what helped him win the election in 2016. Because he conned people. He, he was able to schmooze the American, the American people. Yeah, well, yeah, I think he conned them because what they don't understand is that all those tax breaks gone now for us they yeah, go much. away this year yeah. when you file your taxes next year you'll be like what the hell happened like, exactly but his stayed the same yeah so i'm gonna i can't wait for that to happen i can't really can't i can't wait for people to go my taxes well yeah your fucking taxes went up guess why you were fucking conned <laughs> i don't think you'll hear anyone talk about it really yeah well they should but see that's that's another thing that's under underreported. these things like how they approach certain individual stories like the tax cuts. It's not that it's underreported, but it's reported in a vacuum. So you've got your Fox News well, you're reporting o- only that it's just, it's great, it's tax cuts. Then you got just the the the, the centrist slash liberal, if that's what it is, reporting on the, the the downfalls of those tax cuts and what's going to happen. See, that's the problem the, with the, the bubbles, the the vacuum. I'm just talking about the media in general. This is just te- television. But I think it's all it's all a product of the internet, though, because you've got news media, you've got news media enterprises that are gearing itself towards certain echo Groups. chambers, right? Because that's the point. Because but but because when you go online. You generally are in your own bubble, right? You're going to, if you're on Facebook, you're going to surround yourself generally with people that kind of think and say the same things as you. Uh-uh. So, <laughs> unfortunately, most not. most people do. Right. If you go, if you take a poll, I, I pretty much guarantee you that a vast majority, almost 100 percent of people, will tell you their friend, most of their friends on Facebook, are of the same political party. I wish I could say that. I I. Because I don't, I don't unfriend people for their political views. I'm surrounded almost entirely by Trump supporters. Well, but but then you're one of the rare cases yeah. because I most of the people and I've well, talked because they that's because they unfriend people based on on their political views. And I've talked and to a lot of people about this before over the past ten or so years, and and that's kind of the way it seems every time is either people get off of Facebook and or social media right. altogether, or they live in their echo chamber right. and. I, and yeah, Fox I News, MSNBC, CNN, feed off whoever of feed off of that, right? Because they see they see what's hot in the echo chamber, and that's what they go after, right? Because they, uh, they they know that that's it's like shooting fish in a barrel. Uh, with the current climate, I probably shouldn't use the right. shooting analogy, but right. they, they know that that's that's an well, easy. It's a, it's it's a built-in mark. market. Yeah, it's a built-in market. Yeah. Um, well, and that's all I was saying about right. the internet, that's right? Just, yeah, no, it's I mean it all feeds itself for sure, and I should point out that. The vast majority of my people on Facebook are Trump supporters. I won't unfriend them for their political beliefs, but I will unfriend people for racist comments, homophobic comments, and anti-feminist comments. 
Yeah. So, I don't see a whole lot of that, though. I don't. They, but then again, I'm not on... I'm not on Facebook a whole lot. Right. I get on Facebook to like post stuff for the podcast and that's about yeah. it. I'm on more and I'm not even on Twitter a whole lot anymore. Mainly I'm in, on Instagram all the time. Yeah. And I'm on when I'm on Instagram, I have nothing political on there. Um I, I don't think Facebook I Facebook over the last 10 years that I've been on it, I've you know, I've I've the political stuff's built because I've looked at this and then yeah. it's you know, it's it's become part of the algorithm. I think I will. I refuse to do anything political on Instagram because I don't want. I don't want any of that feed coming in. I think Mayor Pete's probably the only person political wise that I follow on Instagram. on Instagram. Yeah. So I'm guessing he's kind of your candidate right now. He is. I I, lo- I like a lot of the stuff he says, but I don't dislike him. I just I think he's. I, I mean that that gun I plan. Think he, there's nothing wrong with that gun plan. It just won't ever happen. I, I have a feeling. I I don't like his approach to to. Uh, because he's kind of him and Han on the whole public option for healthcare, mm-hmm. um, which I, I which I don't know. I, I get it, but it's not it's not practical. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna have an opposing view, we we need to be looking at a public option because I think he's he does also. He hasn't he, said he said the exact opposite. So he says he does not think that a public option is necessary because his his plan is and has been for a while now, Medicare for all who want it. Which that's a public option. Yes, but then he goes on and says he doesn't like a public option. So either he's misunderstanding what his own policy is, or he's mincing words, and that's yeah. not, that's not good. Either. I don't know. It, it's it's because I've heard him talk about it a couple times. I don't know. I don't want to get too far into that. But right. Well, I'm sure we'll I have just, to discuss it at some point down the road. No, because I'm well. Yeah, because he's gonna be in it for a while at least. A but, little uh, bit. Yeah, he, I think he qualified for the next. Oh, time. absolutely. Yeah, he's the. Well, he's one he's, of the highest. Well, the highest. Uh, uh, yeah, he's gotten the highest level of donations. I think, yeah, one of them. Um, I think he was. He, he even did better than, than Biden on he did. a couple things, like levels of of donations. Yeah, he was. Num- I believe he was number one this this last quarter. Okay. What number one and overall for donations? I think. Warren. I think he's. I don't know if he's. He's probably not the right candidate now. Because right. I don't think he could beat Donald Trump, no. but I think, and I don't I, know I, if the country's really ready for a gay president. No, an openly. But gay I think president, that, but. and he's still young. He's still thirties. He's, he's just. I think he's just thirty-five. Yeah. He's just old enough. So I, I think, but I think he's the future of the where the Democratic Party is going to be. I think he could be. Yeah, in, I'd like to think in, he in could be ten to fifteen years. Yeah. Well, let's say eight years or nine years. Okay. You know, especially if we get if we get a democratic president. Well, I don't I don't know. Well, well I I guess it depends on how the party and the country if not, kind of evolve. 4 years. If you get Trump, let's go 4 years. Let's get him get him back for 4 years. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see how it all goes. Yeah. But uh, I did want the the last uh article I kind of wanted to talk about actually involves Trump. And that's the uh so he's he's kind of turned into a threat against the the endangered uh was it the Endangered Species Act? Is what it is. Um, well, because he keeps letting them change it, like take protections off of the board. Okay, so is this? So I'm assuming maybe this has been kind of covered. I've in heard, the, I've heard bits and pieces. Yeah. So um, and this is because of MSNBC. They bring that they do bring this up occasionally, um, specifically when it comes to just environmental things, okay. climate change. It's kind of all wrapped in, but they'll bring up they'll mention. You know, certain species being affected by this certain policy change and, and things like that. So. so in spring of 2019, so just earlier this year, mm-hmm. there was a, um, a report called On Thin Ice by Charles 
Pekow, I think is how you say his last. P-E-K-O-W. I'm terrible with fucking names. Yeah, me too. But I think it's Pekow, I think is how you say it. Sounds right. But it was published in Earth Island Journal. Earth Island Journal. And uh, and he said that uh, the Endangered Species Act is, is, and this is a direct quote from the article, is uh, increasingly challenged by an administration that has little patience for laws and regulations that helps protect our lands and wildlife. And at least 80 bills seeking to undermine the Environmental Species Act or remove species from the list have been introduced in Congress since he's taken yeah. office. Yeah. Um, and kind of one in, in, in particular is the Pacific Walrus, huh. I, I, which I, I guess I don't even know. It's got to be like far up north Pacific, right? Be the only place where there'd be walruses. I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a walrus expert. <laughs> no, I thought you were. No, I, I, sea oh, lions. Oh no, no, I'm sorry. That was John. John. John was the wal- was the wal- uh, walrus. No, Paul was. Oh, was he? Yeah. Oh. The walrus was Paul. Oh. To quote the line. Sorry. Yeah. Mixed up my Beatles. Yeah, that's okay. Damn it. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> speaking of which, they got a they they announced the Abbey Road big box set. I did see that. Yeah. It's, it's expensive as hell, though. It's the same as the other ones, hundred bucks, I think. Oh, like, is 110 it? Hundred ten bucks. Really? I, I thought it was more than that. I don't think so. It's oh. it's four discs. So. But anyway, right. that's a that's a huge jump <laughs> off the <laughs> that's topic. A, that's a, yeah, so. big uh, big segue in the wrong direction. Right? Yes, yes. Um, so yeah, the uh, so in. 2008, it was first proposed the, to add the, the Pacific Walrus to the, to the ESA. Yeah. Um, and in 2011, it was either 2011 or 2012, the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Services uh, also joined in requesting the protections. And a final decision was to be made in 2017. Well, in October of 2017, the Trump administration determined that they weren't going to put the the uh, walrus on the list, and uh, the, in their explanation, they said that uh, this is kind of the the line that really kind of caught my eye. It says that uh, they explained it by saying that it imp- the impacts of effect and effects of climate change on the Pacific walrus population are based on speculation rather than reliable prediction. And to me, that's kind of code for bad science. Yeah. The, Gl- but, uh, but climate change is bullshit, basically. Right, right. Um, but I mean, what it, there's nothing we can really say because we know, and it's not just the Trump administration. It's it is it is Republican policy um, to challenge the concept of climate change. Yeah. Um, as especially as far as it goes towards um, industries that produce the vast majority of carbon that mm-hmm. contributes to it, fossil fuel, that kind of stuff. So it's no surprise. And because when you've got species that are on the endangered list as a result of climate change, mm-hmm. that's Which a lot of them are probably pl- on there because right, of it. Right. But the more you put on, adding new ones, um, it's even, even if it's just on paper, it's an acknowledgement that climate something change is happening. real, that yeah. something is happening. So the more you take off of there, the easier it is for your talking points to bleed through. Yeah, so yeah. that makes sense. There is a ongoing legal battle about it. Mm-hmm. I know the so the Center of Biological Diversity is currently in a, in a lawsuit with the with the Trump administration about adding it on the list. So we'll right. we'll kind of see where it goes. I don't know. It's just a 
the ability of the of this administration to kind of ignore facts right. and establish science. I mean, at this point, that's what climate change is. Yes, yes. Well, I mean, it's don't even get me started on science because we live in a country where science is considered hokey. Well, to, to, I know we kind of did like a whole episode about that not too long ago. Did we? Yeah. Why don't I remember that? I don't know because you probably didn't have notes for that episode. So kind of. I don't have notes for all of our episodes. <laughs> I still remember the vast majority of them. Um, so, so I that, actually now I do remember vaguely because I remember I had to keep my mouth shut about the religious side of it. The, it's uh, it should kind of throw up red flags though. To all people. of it should. All yeah. of it. I mean, everything we've talked about tonight should yeah. be throwing up red flags. I don't know. It's uh, it, I've I've always been kind of, at least in the last ten or fifteen years, I've had big issues with the media because of things like this. Right. You either you either have um, news organizations that create stories to report on, or or they record or they report on false stories. Fox News. Well, I wasn't going to say names. I, I have no problem saying. Or names. you have if other, or you have other news media's like yeah. MSNBC that it just ignores that just ignore it, thing, and that's yeah. things like this, things like the abortion fight in Florida, things like uh, the uh, environmental Environmental Protection Act. Um, Endangered I will Species say that Act. they do I mean, talk about these things, but there it's it's very narrow. It's very specific at certain times, and it just. It's the, the disjointed. The, it's disjointed. The conversation isn't strong enough. Yeah, they're having it. They use it. They as, mix it in with other things. They use it as filler. <clears throat> yeah, essentially, it kind of fills in. Yeah, it's it, it is a, you know, it'll it'll be part of all the other lists of things that Donald Trump's administration is doing. Yeah. You know, you know, A B C, and it's like F. But it's there. But there's no really in depth. No in depth. Yeah. Exactly. Um, occasionally they might do a special report on climate change when there's big storms and stuff like yeah. that. Just like they do special coverage on gun control when there's mass shootings that are uh, big enough to, to warrant the story. Just like they do big special reports when they get Donald Trump's tax return. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Oops. Right. <laughs> yeah, they really they really screwed the pooch on that Yeah, one. they shit the bet on that yeah, one. That was pretty sure. bad. Because they, they were like building that up for the entire day they even had like a countdown yeah on the screen and it was like nothing, nothing. it was a because it was what was one it year was the definition of a nothing burger right. and it was two pages it was like an abstract from his re- right. from his return it didn't even say anything yeah at I some know. at some point some chucklehead at msnbc should have read that and be like this is not gonna fly. this is not gonna work right well maybe they were just trying to pull play the the fox news that's exactly play, what they were trying playbook. to play they were that's trying to exactly what they're playing and it did, it did backfire. It did. It did because now they, they came off looking like complete morons. They played into the right's hand. Right. But uh, well, The sad thing is, is it would have worked for Fox News. It just wouldn't work. It didn't work for MSNBC. I don't know if it would have. If, they, if there had been a big. <laughs> they've they've, they've made been a bigger big stories scandal, out of less. If there was a big scandal about Obama's tax return and they literally got like two sentences. Look at how much traction the the birther movement got on fox news but ian the thing is though that tax return that rachel maddow had basically all it said was that he uh donated money to charity about I, I understand that, that. i'm there not, was, I'm there not was literally I'm nothing not, to it but there's there was nothing to the birther thing and it still got traction on fox news because well, they knew what they were doing the birth, MSNBC birtherism, did not know birtherism gained traction because people just don't understand laws in our country 
they don't understand much in this country. Well, like, the English language, for example. Be, yeah, <laughs> me thinks. Me thinks. Oh, me thinks. Misa thinks we are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> we is a stupid. We are some kind of tough. We are some kind of tough, yeah. Um, don't, don't you just miss those days? When things were just simpler, we had a, a, a pseudo tyrant in, in the office. Yeah, when all you had to do was say something bad about the president and you lose your whole music career. Well, right. Not much has changed, Dan. No, I guess it hasn't. No. Well, uh, that, that, but it wasn't the the administration that ruined their music career. It was their fans. Yeah. The problem is, is that they they should have known their fan base better. <laughs> yeah. that's Considering a, that, they were country music artists. That's a big uh, a big example of know your crowd. Yes, exactly. Uh, Not but, to say that it was it was right because it wasn't, and I you know I support what they did and you know the fact that they suffered for it, but they they should have known better. No. Uh, considering their crowd kind of going back to what we were talking about though i kind of just i I would say if you're gonna never rely on one source for your information right as hard as hard as it is to go out and find stories from multiple different sources you got to do it right and you got to be careful because as as a result i i did go looking for notes. oh that's right yeah we yeah talk about that yeah i i went looking for notes and i can't remember the exact stories but i found a couple and, and was like Oh, I never, I didn't heard anything about that. And then when I did a little bit more research, I found out that it was like bullshit, bullshit stories. Yeah. Like, I mean there, and I was pointing out, I can't even remember what it was exactly, but it was one that was even like a liberal side story that was, it was extremely exaggerated and, and, but vast majority of it was right wing, Yeah, but it, you know, it's very easy to find stories that are just fucking bullshit yeah oh always if something doesn't sound right to you it probably well, isn't true and i guess to most people if you see a story on a, what appears to be a reputable website you're gonna say oh okay that take that as a fact or at least at least a well-researched potential yeah i guess my mistake or to my uh credit was I saw these stories and tried to find other websites that carried substantiated those st- it. Yeah, so that it wasn't just one story yeah. from one site. Yeah. Um, just yeah, like you said, even like reputable sites, you got to be careful on. Right, because you don't know. Because uh, sometimes there's things, especially on websites, there's, there's there's op-eds that aren't really listed like op-eds. Exactly, and that, that there were a couple that were like that. It was like the way it was worded, it was a story, yeah. but it really was just an op-ed. Yeah, and it's like. Well, I can't. That's not a story. No, there's not. It's not. You know, that's not unreported news because that's just somebody's opinion. Yeah. So, and I did. There was one I was gonna go. I read it and I was like, "Well, I don't disagree with this, and I know some of these facts to be true." And it was an op-ed, and yeah. I was like, "Well, let me see if I can find those." I just never got around to checking on other facts on that story. So, yeah. but uh, I don't know. That's all you got. Yeah, me too. I think this could. Is this our longest episode ever? No, not even close. Oh, it, no, I can't really see it. I not, just, not not even remotely close. Uh, Remember, we had that one episode that was almost two hours long. Right. I th- if, well, as blurry as that is, I can't tell if that's one hour 20 or one hour 50. No, it's not even close to that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, it felt like it after a while because we, <laughs> we were screaming at each other. The, uh, so, so any uh, questions or comments, you can email us at contact at uh, Check us out on Twitter and Facebook and all that jazz. Uh, that's all I got, man. Until next time, talk to y'all later. Peace.
Play my role, let me tell you about it. This shit right here, man, I'm about about it. Only real niggas reside around me. Yo, lady, drop a guard around me. Dip like I know you can, bitch. Show me the rust like we in the ring. Got you some cobras, you wanna hang? Shoulder to shoulder, the niggas basic. You know I won't lie. You know that I ain't for that fuck shit. You niggas alright, but I'm way better and she love it. Know that y'all sick as fuck. Here go this tissue, bro. We taking the dub. Hoping you get you some. This here like a pick me up. She taking my drugs. Know they see the sign. That's from down the side. Know they sick as fuck. Know they sick as fuck. Tell them get well soon. Tell them get well soon. Know you sick as fuck. Get well soon. Oh shit. Watch out, you the god, Billy. Oh shit. Right now, and I'm smiling in your face, bitch. With a ghost smile, you should probably make placement. Bottles. We must at the party that hit.